Hi, welcome to the Simply Southern Vet podcast. This is episode 12, and today we had an interesting day. Um, my co-pilot, Jessica, as someone once said, my girl Friday, you can Google that if you don't know what that is, but she's with me every day. We um, work pretty closely together, and we decided to work on Labor Day because um, we just needed to to get some calls done, and we ended up having three euthanasias in a row. And all three of these were really well. All of our clients are these were longtime clients, um, and I want to tell you more about these situations, uh, each scenario a little bit more, but. I also, we, we kind of started out the day with dread, right? Because three euthanasias of patients that we love and clients that we love, and it's very heart-wrenching. We're doing it in their homes. Um, it's very private, and I was like, gosh, I don't want to do this. Um, but then on en route to the first one, Jessica and I were talking about um, really how special and how meaningful it is and we were also talking about in between how it's almost impossible to tell somebody about the scenario of what we've just witnessed it's it's a beautiful thing um and so while i had jessica with me i wanted her to share a little bit um to try to get another viewpoint since she is intimately involved with this as well so you don't just hear from me what these euthanasias are like, what it is like to be involved with a family and a patient, and when they let us into their most intimate um, times when they're saying goodbye to their family member. So Jessica, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, I the first thing that I was thinking about today was just how awesome it is to be able to be involved in all of these individual circumstances with all of these families and their pets it's not something that you get to do in any other type of job it's just like so special um and when I was at I came into work this morning um and it was like 8 30 in the morning it was before we even opened up our store and the door actually still said closed when uh our first car pulled up this morning and I didn't know who it was, but I saw that whenever he got out of the car, it was one of our clients, Mr. Hall, who is very special to us that we love very much. And uh, the door did say closed, but it was unlocked because I had just come in for work that day, or it was this morning. And uh, he came in and I was like, hey, Mr. Hall. And I wasn't really thinking anything bad at the time because I thought, you know, he was going to pick up some medication for um, his dog, Greta. She's a diabetic patient that we've been seeing for several years and we love her very much. And um, I knew when he came up to the counter that something must be wrong. And he just was talking about how it's time and that she hadn't been doing great over the weekend. And my stomach was just automatically in knots because I was like, oh, our Greta, we love Greta. And uh, anyways, but one thing he said that stood out to me was um, he, I said, well, Mr. Hall, are you thinking that you'd like to do this today? And he was like, oh yeah. He's like, I've already got a box made and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he said, um, 
yeah, I don't know what your schedule looks like or if you guys would be able to fit us in today or not. But, and he started to say that and I was like, oh no, absolutely we will fit you in. We'll move anything to get to your appointment because, you know, you guys are priority. We've been seeing Greta for many, many years and we love um, the halls very much. And I was thinking about that. Me and Debbie were talking about it today. That um, euthanasia is one of the most beautiful things that we get to do in this job. And we don't love losing those that we love, but... Um, being able to be there during that transition after working with people for so long and the families and getting to know them and their pets and having relationships with their kids um, and these pets for so long like it would break our hearts if they went anywhere else we wouldn't want them to go anywhere else or to have any other option we want to be there we've been there and it's something that blesses us to be able to um, be involved all the way to the very end of their lives yeah and each one of these today was really different we had um, the first one was a young family with children and I had to be um, a surrogate mother I had to mother the children because the mother was broken so I, I, I felt pretty comfortable you know I was ministering to the children and then the second one was the halls and they're 88 and 86 this couple is their experience they have lost things in life they've been through generations of dogs and i just um it was a very different from emotional children and peers of mine to an elderly couple who is just precious and then the last one was a shelter situation but it was no different the love that was there was as strong as either one of these families in fact um, I'm gonna tell you more about these later because I need to give them the the, the respect that is due them but um, I wanted while I had Jessica here to just talk about she said something to me this morning when I was kind of like, man, you know, this is going to be a hard day. And she said something to me like, you know, this is what we do. You know, when I became a veterinarian, um, this isn't where I pictured where my strength would be. But she's like, what would we be doing if we weren't like, we've got to be there for our patients. This is what we do. We help them to the end. We're here for them till the final moments and how um, just they they these moments are so precious and I just want to let her like finish up this podcast with a, a final thought about that and then you guys stay tuned when I have a few minutes to to I want to recount these three euthanasias and explain to you how euthanasia can be beautiful and how each one of these were so different and so amazing it's it's kind of ironic to say it was an amazing and beautiful euthanasia, but all three of these were, and they were a blessing to us. But I want Jessica to kind of wrap it up with some final thoughts on it. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of working with Debbie for like at least four years now. I think we're going up on my fifth year here at Veterinary Home Healthcare. And one thing about my job that I absolutely love, and it's odd to say this, is the euthanasias because those are the moments where you really feel the meaning and the purpose in your job. You really get to feel like you you didn't just show up to a house and take care of a dog. You were there for a family 
Um, like we are there to support these people as they transition into new, I mean, sometimes they don't have other pets in the home and we have to be there, their support. And some of these people don't have family even for these euthanasias. Sometimes me and Debbie are the only people there um, to support these people. And sometimes we're not. Sometimes we go to euthanasias where there's like house full of people and like the whole family came in from all over the place to be there. Um, we've seen some of the most beautiful euthanasias and no one, we could never put into words or describe some of the things that we've seen at the end of um, life with these families that we get to support. Um, and it's good though. It's not, we're not describing horror stories like being able to do, I love how Debbie says this, euthanasia means beautiful death. And really this job gets us like the front row seat into what it means to have a beautiful death. We've seen some of the most beautiful scenes. This one euthanasia that I'll never forget that I absolutely loved um, was this family had a beautiful home and a big grand piano. And we laid, we sat on the, a beautiful big rug and, uh, someone in their family was playing this piano during the whole euthanasia process. It was so beautiful. But even that, just telling you that small story, I could never put into words like every emotion or just everything that goes into it. Every single euthanasia is unique and beautiful and, and, special and then I was saying that to Debbie today we were talking about that after going in between these three euthanasias today about how we can't put those things into words we can't possibly um, describe to people the emotions that we go through the roller coaster of feelings from loving a patient from through their life stages and the way that that plays out I haven't been here long enough to see a patient that was a puppy all the way until they're geriatric but Debbie has and I can't imagine what it's like for her all I know is that in my small window of um, perspective it's still beautiful anyway and I was telling Debbie today we were talking about it and like how crazy it is the emotions the roller coaster of feelings and the different scenes that we go in and out of at work and how we have each other like we're so blessed to be able to lean on each other and it strengthens our relationship. I know she's just my boss, but she's also like my best friend. Um, but yeah, like, like we have each other and like when we can't go home and tell our families the emotion or the things that we've gone through or share these crazy, beautiful experiences, like Debbie's that one person in my life that I'm like, well, she was there. She knows. <laughs> I mean, and of course each individual family knows too, but it's just, it's, it's really awesome. I really enjoy it. So I just wanted to share that with you guys from both of our perspective today, but I want you to watch for the podcast that's going to be coming up because I want to share these three specific examples with you um, to show you three different scenarios in a half a day of three beautiful euthanasias and as always, I thank you for listening to the Simply Southern Vet podcast.